Hello and welcome to another podcast from Hepatitis Victoria. Today I am talking to Meg Perrier, our Hepatitis B Project Officer, about work she is doing with cultural and linguistically diverse communities at the Wingate Avenue Community Centre in Ascot Vale. We have a lot of people from disadvantaged backgrounds. We have a lot of people who are more often than not born overseas. And for those who have been born overseas, more often than not, they've been born in high endemic countries of hepatitis B. So why did you choose there? Wingate Avenue Community Centre offers a lot of people residing in the local area the Adult Migrant English Program. And this program is helping people whose primary language isn't English to learn English to help them, you know, navigate the workforce sector, navigate our healthcare. So we tried to implement an education program working around what they're already doing there. And your background is in health, isn't it? So you are almost ideally placed to go there and talk about health. There, there are communities who have different understandings of health, different ideas of what health is. With hepatitis B, it's quite silent in terms of the illness can just reside long-term in the body before it can potentially just manifest into liver cancer and that's when it's too late. So it's very hard to communicate the need for people to, to pay some attention and awareness to something that isn't immediately affecting them. Also with these groups, they're all in classes together, so it's just making sure that everybody is understanding on the same page before going forward. Amazing challenge from a cultural perspective, I presume. Huge, yeah. And, and how have you felt the challenge yourself? It's It's been interesting to try and address cultural issues, understanding of cultural sensitivity of, of various groups and, and the need to really uh, earn their respect and trust when delivering a, a project like this. How have you done that? It's, it's taken a lot of time to, to construct education um, and to explain to the students at Wingate Avenue, but we've also... Through that, we've also learnt how some people will approach healthcare, some pe- how how certain mm. people will approach treatment, um, what attitudes and beliefs they have towards both outreach intervention and also intervention associated with hepatitis B. What about the work with CoHealth? How important has that been in this project? The work with um, CoHealth has been has been crucial. Uh, CoHealth are a community health organisation. Um, that have extensive experience with uh, minority populations, people from from a refugee or asylum seeker background, people who have migrated under various other conditions. They're a very culturally aware and sensitive uh, healthcare provider, which is necessary for providing treatment to a lot of people who have otherwise not been engaged in healthcare. In terms of the results of what you've done, can you just walk us through what's actually happened? So with the project, we had initiated the education sessions, which were reasonably well received. Groups seemed to be engaged and have fun with the games that we held. And we also had language support for some of them. Um, And then the next phase was to have an outreach clinic whereby uh, we were lucky enough to get three exceptional doctors from CoHealth to come on board and dedicate their time to seeing people and offering them to have a blood test if they were at risk of hepatitis B, so if they were born in a high endemic country, if they had a, a incomplete records and, and so forth. 
And during this clinic, which took place last week, we also had volunteers from Hepatitis Victoria and with the Wingate Avenue teachers and volunteers all help us um, to, to guide the students through seeing the doctors and having their blood tests taken. And we were able to see about 80 people, which is incredible for a day's work, I think, all who have a high risk for hepatitis B. So that was quite good. Were you expecting that number? No, um, definitely not as big as that. We were expecting probably between 50 to 60, more likely closer to 50 with people who wouldn't show up on the day. So having 80 people was above and beyond. So we just need to maintain that traction and follow through to deliver results. You get 80 people though, if the message has got through. Because hepatitis B can be quite complex, uh, especially when trying to reiterate it to people whose English isn't particularly strong and whose health literacy isn't probably the best can be quite challenging. So the idea was to provide an appropriate and sensitive education to the groups first so that then they can walk away with some information to make an assessment. I I know from my health background that we need to really pick up on the key messages for hepatitis B. So there was a lot of toing and froing with rough drafts, with trials on classes and, and feedback to see whether or not they got a good understanding of hepatitis B and whether or not we could build from that for the education sessions to then be delivered as best they could. So what's next for this program, Meg? The next step for this program is that we've sent off all of the tests and we've been receiving all of the um, results and we'll be going through them with the doctors to determine who will need to be immunised, who is already immunised and for those who are immunised already to make sure that they know that they are safe against hepatitis B and to maybe encourage them to educate others or whether or not there are any carriers of chronic hepatitis B. And if they are, then we can refer them to co-health to be well looked after. Is this program that you've implemented a model for other communities in, in Melbourne? Well, it can potentially. We've come across quite a few challenges in implementing this model. So through this program, there's definitely been some lessons learned and uh, a full evaluation will enable us to determine how far we could take it or in what capacity we can take it forward. Probably the biggest surprise has been trying to to deliver the education in an appropriate way and an appropriate model. Because of cultural barriers and language barriers, quite often they're not more people will just leave not knowing what's just been described to them. One of the biggest challenges was going through the whole process of developing the education and then actually making sure that the education was well received. So it's going to be incredibly important for us to maintain this momentum to ensure that those who need to get immunised will then show up on the days that they do need to get immunised when the clinic is open so that we can hopefully get them fully immunised. That was Meg Perrier, Hepatitis B Outreach Project Officer of Hepatitis Victoria. And to find out more about what we're doing at Hepatitis Victoria with more podcasts, videos and other material, don't hesitate to go to our website. That's www.hepvic.org.au.